Hi, my name is Rena Stangolini, and I'm a runner at White Plains High School. This podcast is an insider's look at my team. For each episode, we'll run through practices and meets. You'll be introduced to coaches and other athletes. This is The Runaround with Rena. Hi, everyone. So it's Rena. It's been a little while since I released my last podcast, but I'm making a promise to myself to release as many as possible um, this outdoor season. Um, So we're starting first. It's going to be kind of three topics in this podcast. We're going to start with the meet yesterday. So the Tusker Twilight meet. Um, Then I'm going to talk a little bit about the start of the outdoor season. And then I did get COVID in the past three weeks. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about uh, running and COVID and all of that, the return to running. I'm going to start it off. I have a audio clip from Coach Singh. Take a listen. Um, this is Coach Singh. I'm talking to him about the start of the outdoor season and the meet yesterday. So it's always interesting the first meet of the year. There are surprises on both ends. We see people who should be in a little bit better shape, uh, but we see a lot of people who come out and do a great job, and especially it's a good thing to see all the new people who are coming out and just see what they have. It, you know, there's always a million questions, but we're used to that out at the first meet. Of course, we didn't have the greatest uh, weather conditions, but you know what? It was all right. And uh, as Coach Ferry said at our team meeting today, we bonded together, we got through it, and we're very happy with the results and looking forward to a great season in 2022. Uh, March 31st was our first outdoor meet. It was We went to the Tusker Twilight meet at Somers High School. Fun fact, we also start off our cross-country season every year at Somers High School at the Big Red Invitational. As Coach was saying, we brought a lot of people to this meet. Uh, If you check our Twitter, we have uh, 75-plus athletes that ran for White Plains yesterday, um, which is amazing because we're so glad to have all this new talent. I'm really excited to see what everybody can do later on this season. Another big thing Coach Singh talked about was the weather. So I was looking at the sky. I'm like, man, it's supposed to rain. I was watching the forecast on my phone. I was like, oh, it's supposed to thunderstorm around 7 or 8 o'clock. Like, that's not great. If it thunderstorms, any athletic event is immediately canceled and you have to seek shelter. The rain pretty much held off until the very end, which some people you'll hear will mention. We're in the low 60s for temperature, which is not bad, guys, for the first meet. I was able to run in a tank top and spandex. The wind was 17 to 25 miles per hour. We had a couple of sprinkles, but they really did not last more than 30 seconds, and they were a very light drizzle. We did not hit rain until 4x4s, which was great because it really could have rained anywhere. This meet was a pretty big meet to start off the season with. We had 1,808 entries, which, for those of you listening, is not equivalent to athletes. We did not have 1,800 athletes there. Each athlete can run three events, so each athlete can have three entries. So we had 13 teams there, including White Plains, Um, and if every team brings like 75 athletes like White Plains did, and each athlete runs two to three events, that's where you get the 1,800 entries. The order of events was girls first, followed by guys. So we had the girls 100 meter hurdles, followed by the guys 110 meter hurdles. We had the 100 meter, the one mile, the one mile race walk for the girls. Then we had the 400, the 800, and the 4x1, and the 4x4. So you'll see we kind of have a limited amount of events here. And note, I'll mention it a little bit later, uh, we have the one mile today, not the 1500, not the 1600. 
We also have no 4x8, so I'll be talking a little bit about that because we had a lot of distance guys who had to drop down and a lot of distance girls, too, who had to drop down who usually run the 4x8 and had to run the 4x4. But I think we all kind of surprised ourselves. The meet started at 4.30 pretty much on the dot. We left at about 9.15, so we got back around to the school around 10. Before we jump into our results, we have something from Coach Hidalgo. Um, Coach said, I was so impressed by the attitudes and performances of our athletes at our first track meet. They persevered despite the wind and the rain to have some truly amazing performances. It was also wonderful to see how newcomers to the track team really enjoyed their very first meet, cheered on their teammates, and were able to connect with other teams. I cannot wait to see what this season will bring. Thank you, Coach Hildago. This was a really good meet to start off on. I feel like our team was just so encouraging. You could hear every single race that we were in. You heard our team making a ruckus, cheering for them, encouraging them. We had kids on the infield cheering, so it was awesome. We had great support from our teammates. Let me kind of jump into the results. I'm only going to read out like the first one or two results from each event. So we had three levels for every event. We had a freshman, sophomore, a novice and a varsity to be a novice and varsity you can be a freshman sophomore um, but typically it is juniors and seniors is what we were seeing i'm going to start with the hurdles we're going to go in chronological order so the 100 hurdles were first so that's for the girls we had two girls in total uh freshman sophomore division we had april number seven coming in at a 20.98 and sarah coming in 22.66 awesome job hurdling is really tricky so great job girls um, on the boy side, we have Eric, who ran in the varsity division, coming in first with a time of 16.91, and he was the fastest in all the divisions, so congratulations, Eric. Indoor, he had a phenomenal season. He went to states. All right, so after the hurdles, um, we run the 100 meters, so we had freshman, sophomore division. We had Sydney, who came in eighth with a time of 14.64 in the freshman, sophomore division. In the novice division, we had Kimberly coming in with 15.21 seconds, and she got second, so awesome job, Kimberly. In the varsity division, we had Tayana coming in ninth with a 15.12. That's for the girls. Really nice job. All right, so on the guy side for the 100 meters, um, we have Isaiah taking second place with 11.85 in the varsity division. We had Sean with a time of 14.28 to come in ninth in the novice division and we have freshman division with charles coming in eighth with a time of 12.97 really nice job guys after the 100 we have the one mile we jumped great races by the distance people so on the girl side we had sophie come in number three with a time of five minutes and 49 seconds abby who also ran in the varsity division coming in ninth with a time of six minutes and 21 seconds awesome job girls and i do have a quote from abby the mood was really ominous and we did our best despite the wind and the rain it was a great start to the season um yeah it was a little ominous right beforehand but yes you crushed it girls we have rachel who came who ran in the novice division she came in third with a time of eight minutes five seconds point 82 and she crushed it she had a six or seven uh second pr so really nice job rachel and she said i feel like i pressured myself too much before the race i did come back from injury but i feel like this race is a really good place to start getting back to where i was before having the support helps 
Rachel, you did an amazing job um, yesterday. Really nice job. Opened up the season with a PR, so that is amazing. And then we have Leah, who ran in the freshman-sophomore division. This is her very first time doing track. She came in 24th with a time of 7 minutes, 23.5 seconds. Leah said, I'm really happy to be trying distance in spring track this year. It has definitely been a big adjustment with the longer runs, but I'm so glad I joined, as I'm already making progress. Awesome. Well said, Leah. I already see the results of your hard work. We're so glad to have you, Leah. On the boys' side, we had Ronan in the varsity division with a time of 4 minutes, 52.05 seconds to come in 8th. And Ronan was saying that he had a great time at the meet and he was actually able to see some of his old friends he hasn't seen since indoor. So Ronan's got some friends on other teams, which I think is awesome because the more friends you have on other teams, the more enjoyable you have at meets. Um, We also had Joey coming in 10th in the varsity division with a time of 4 minutes 55.4 seconds and that is a PR so bravo Joey that is amazing to open up your season with a PR um in the novice division we had Patrick who came in second with a time of 5 minutes 28.13 seconds awesome job and then we had Ellie in the freshman sophomore division coming in 16th 5 minutes 23 seconds so really nice job guys Okay, let me just say one more thing about the mile. So this meet was a little bit um, special because we have the full mile. So the full mile is 1,609 meters as opposed to our usual either 1,500 or 1,600 meter race. So this was a full mile. Now we have the mile race walk. There are guys across the country who do race walk at the high school level, but in our area of the country, it is just girls right now and in our section. So we have the girls race walk in the varsity division. We had Mia Priori coming in with a time of 8 minutes and 19 seconds to be first in this race. She was saying she had a great race. She would have liked to have some people to push her. She was all walking out there all by herself, which is really hard to do, guys. You always want to have somebody like right behind you, right in front of you to pace off of, to push you. So she led literally right off from the gun, easily had at least 50 to 100 plus meters at all times for a lead she was lapping people so she was flying she was saying it was really great it was a really fun meet and she loves to watch julia who who walked in the freshman sophomore division she's been excited to see julia's progress and mia's been coaching her at at practice and everything julia got first in her freshman sophomore division second overall out of all the girls that race walked yesterday she had a time of nine minutes 41 seconds we're gonna move to the 400 so on the girl side we have skylar running a one minute 11 second 400 in the varsity division to make fourth and in the novice division we have megan who came in fourth also and she got a time of one minute 15 seconds so this was a pr for her so congratulations megan um on the guy side we had three boys in varsity. We had Aiden, who ran a 56.43 second 400. He came in sixth. And then these next two names, you're going to be like, hey, no, they're distance people. But they dropped down to do the 400. They got some speed in. Sean O ran a time of one minute, 0.77 seconds to take 15th place. And he is right on the border of breaking that 60-minute barrier for the 400 which I'll talk about a little bit later. We have a lot of kids going sub-60, and he's definitely going to be sub-60 by the end of this season. Um, one of our 
members of our running community who came to watch said impressive running all around in not so good conditions sean o'donnell's 400 meter was pure magic never seen him so fast pretty impressive 800 times and very excited for this season uh next up right behind him we have ronan um sean and ronan both just ran the mile so they had the race walk in between to rest and recover um ronan ran a time of 102 uh to come in 20th in the novice division we have yet another distance boy we have joey who came in first in the novice division with a time of 58.83 really nice job joey and then in the freshman sophomore division we have matt welling who came in with a time of one minute 10 seconds right after the 400 we got the 800 so i ran in the varsity division coming in with a time of 237 and then gianna ran freshman sophomore division coming in in eighth place with a time of 247.41 seconds and she ran an amazing season indoor she was on our four by eight team and pretty much her time in the eight is exactly where she left off on indoors so she is picking up with that momentum uh, we have on the boys' side in the varsity division, we have Aiden Morgan, who ran a 215, very close to his PR. In the novice division, we have Yuki running a 219. And then in the freshman sophomore, we have Matt S, who ran a 228 to take sixth place. We had high jump. Um, on the boys' side, we have Adric coming in with five feet, four inches to take sixth place. We have Eric, who you'll remember ran the hurdles. Coming in at 5 feet 2 inches. Now we have a lot of people in the long jump. For the girls varsity we had Mia H. Who jumped 12 feet 8 inches to take 3rd place. And in the freshman sophomore division we had Kayla. Who jumped 12 feet 5 inches to take 8th place. On the boys side we had Jacob. Who jumped in the varsity division. He jumped 19 feet 8 inches to take 1st place. And, fun fact about Jacob, he had a really great indoor season. He made the all-county team in the triple jump. Eric Antonekia, Sophie Ginsburg, and Mia Priori also were all-county indoor track athletes. We have Harry, who jumped 15 feet 4 inches in the knobs division, and Luca, who jumped 14 feet and 4 inches in the freshman-sophomore division. So congratulations to all the long-jump people. And the last event we have is shot put. So we have Lily, who's in the novice division. She threw 14 feet, 3 inches to take 13th place. She was saying it was a long meet, and she said that they actually threw varsity, freshman, sophomore, then novice. So all the running events went varsity, novice, freshman, sophomore. But for throwing, they actually went varsity, freshman, sophomore, novice. In the freshman, sophomore division, we had Zana who threw 18 feet 11 inches to take ninth in the girls freshman sophomore division in the boys side for shot put on the varsity division we have jacob o who threw 29 feet 4 inches we have in the novice division james who threw 27 feet 5 inches to take eighth and then freshman sophomore we had patrick who threw 27 feet 5 inches so that is all of our individual events again i just kind of took the first or second people from each event um if you'd like to look at the full list you can check out athletic live and so up next we're going to be talking about the relays so here are some words from coach furry about the relays all right this is coach furry his thoughts about uh the meet yesterday hello rena 
Uh, yeah, we had a um, really good first opening meet. I'm really proud of the team in their first effort um, going out and getting ready for the season. Um, the weather was not great, but everyone made a, made a really good effort, even in the rain and the cold at the end. All the relays ran really well. So just really pleased at uh, all the uh, effort and the and good first meet, and we're looking forward to a, a nice uh, season. Thank you, Coach. So we had a lot, a lot of relays um, in this meet. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We had nine uh, girl relays between the 4x1 and the 4x4. Four four. And then we had six relays for the boys. You get a medal if you come in the top three. So I'm going to read out um, the relays who came in the top three. All right, so if we have girls, freshmen, 4x1 uh, team came in one minute, five seconds um, to take third. So that was Sarah, Kayla, Valerie, Carla. We also had the second freshman team in the 4x1 to come in second place with a minute with a time of one minute, four seconds. That was Lexi, Imani, Lily, and Anaya. In the novice division for the girls 4x1, we had Megan, Paris, Mia, Gabriella to all come in in third place with a time of one minute, one second. Um, on the boys' side, freshmen 4x1 come in with a time of 57.29. Ion, Thomas, Mark, and Charles. We also had the varsity 4x1 come in with a time of 46 seconds and 46.41 seconds. Um, that was Eric, Aiden, Isaiah, and Jacob. They came in first in the meet, so congratulations. Um, moving down to the 4x4. So I don't have splits for the 4x1 because they really don't calculate splits. Um, I do have splits for the 4x4s. Um, so just starting off, our freshman 4x4, one of our teams came in third with a time of 5 minutes, 10 seconds. Sydney, April, Carla, and Gianna, really nice job. And I'm naming them in the order of the legs that they run. And guys, remember at this point, I'll talk about this. I'll talk about the weather just again in a little bit. But at this point, when once we hit the 4x4s, it was pouring. So it, the track was slippery. It was rainy. Some of the new people did not even have spikes. So, so glad that nobody slipped because it was slippery. All right, moving back to the 4x4. In the novice division, we had our team come in third. So we had a time of 5 minutes, 10 seconds. India, Mia, Julia, and Anaya. And you're going to recognize some of these names as I keep saying them, and you'll recognize them for them 4x1 because some of the sprinters would run the 4x1, the 4x4 as well. And so they did a quick turnaround. On the varsity level, we had a team come in third. They ran a time of 4.37, and that's awesome. This is one of the only um, performances we've had under 4.40, so that's amazing. So we had Sydney, Abby, Sophie, and me. Moving over to the boys, our novice 4x4 team came in with a time of 4 minutes 59 seconds to take third. We had Tim, Liam, Jake, and Harry. And then our varsity team came in second with a time of 349.31. And that was Kiernan, Yuki, Aiden, and Jacob. And I have to say, I was watching um, the 4x4, and I have to say, the boys' varsity 4x4 really stuck in my mind. Because our anchor, the anchor leg of that 4x4 really passed about three or four people right at the end. So they caught so many people at the end, which is an amazing finish. Um, the fastest time we had on the girls' side for the 4x4 relay, I ran a 63. 
Um, and then the fastest boy for the 4x4s, um, they ran a 54, and that was Jacob. So really nice job, everybody. And then Coach McCormick said, awesome start, good times for our first opener, and lots of young talent, and I'm looking forward to this season. Before we kind of conclude the Tusker Twilight part, I took a poll. I asked all the athletes which was worse yesterday. I didn't get to all the athletes. I got to many of them. 26 people say the rain was worse yesterday, and 20 people say that the wind was worse yesterday. Then we had one person who said he likes both. He did not dislike either the rain or the wind. He liked both. I would say yesterday the wind was probably worse because the wind was all throughout the meet. The rain really only happened at the very end of the meet and you could feel it coming into the finish line. So the wind was working against you as you finished and then was helping you down the backstretch. So Coach McCormick told me, you guys feel the wind? And we're all like, yeah. He's like, this is where you pass on the backstretch because once you hit the finish the final 100, you're going to be feeling that win. So pass on the backstretch. So many people pass coming off that first curve. Some of the reasons we had for people who didn't like the rain were glasses, which I totally agree. I wear glasses. Running in the rain's not great with glasses. I like kind of like to equate it to driving a car without windshield wipers. So I usually bring a hat on the days that I know it might rain. Um, in races, I know some kids take off their glasses. I will just put on a hat for my race. Leah was saying it was cold and wet and she was tensing up with the rain, so that wasn't great for right before she raced. We also had somebody who is a jumper who said if it rained during the time of the field events, they couldn't have jumped. They couldn't have run the long jump because the sand gets all hard like you've ever been at the beach, so it's not a soft landing. So thank goodness it held off so the jumpers could jump. On the windy side, uh, we had Megan said she loves the rain, so she did not like the wind yesterday. And then Jacob was saying that the rain makes you run faster because you feel it and you're trying not to slip. So you just like push yourself. On the coach's side, Coach McCormick was saying he disliked the rain because it gets his hair messed up. And here's what Coach's thing had to say. Would you say as a coach um, yesterday, was it worse to run in the rain we had yesterday or the wind we had yesterday? Wow. So I don't like either one of those. Uh, and especially when they're together. So uh, a windy day is not bad. A rainy day is not bad, usually. But a windy, rainy day can be horrible. So we persevered. We got through it. And um, hopefully that's the worst weather we have this year. Yes. Thank you again so much, Coach. Have a good weekend. Of course. So that was the end of our Tusker Twilight meet. Next week, we have a dual meet with Scarsdale. It is at White Plains High School, so come on out and support us. It is next Thursday, and I would assume the start time is about 4.30, maybe a little earlier, since Scarsdale is very close. I'm going to move over a little bit to the start of outdoor. The start of outdoor started March 14th, and every year we do the same first day workout. We warm up, and then we do driveways down by the track. We do 10 repetitions. You start at the bottom of the driveway, which is a hill. You sprint up to the top. You go, you jog around, jog back down, and then repeat. So 10 times. It's a classic workout. We actually had beautiful, beautiful weather that first week. This outdoor season, we've got new pole vaulting pits. The coaches have really been expanding the pole vaulting program. We've been having Saturday practices for pole vaulting clinics, and we've been doing it at practice. So on March 25th, we ran the time trials, which was actually the day of junior prom. 
we ran no girls 1500 but we did run the boys 1600 so they ran first we had 10 runners in total the first two were ronin coming in with a time of four minutes 55.3 seconds this was just a 1600 so it was four straight laps was not a full mile nine meters short of a full mile yesterday he dropped a four minutes 52.05 seconds in the 1609 meter race Joey came in second with a time of 5 minutes and 2.2 seconds. He also made a big PR yesterday with a time of 4 minutes 55.40 seconds in the 1609. So Joey also decreased as well between the 1600 and the 1609 meters between time trials and the race. So after that, we had the 400. And so everybody else ran the 400. Um, I will explain why I didn't run. That'll be my third component of this podcast so we i'll start with the boys we had 30 boys in the 400 we had six boys sub 60 so i was kind of talking about this when we talked about sean O, who ran the 400 yesterday so we had six boys sub 60 in time trials we had logan eric kiernan aiden isaiah and yuki so so far this season all those boys right now those six boys ran a sub 60 in addition at the meet we had aiden bartlett and Joey also ran sub 60. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight definite boys who have posted sub 60 times, along with two boys who are right on the cusp. So we have a really, really great group of 400 meter guys. On the girl side, we had 35 girls. Yay, girls. And then we had two girls going sub 70 with Sophie and Sydney. And then we had Abigail Roman right on the tail with a 71. So really nice job. Sophie ended up running a split of a 66 on the third leg of the varsity 4x4 team so she made a really big pr right there you can already see the improvement from time trials to the race we had yesterday so it was a really great start to the outdoor season all the coaches are super optimistic i am so excited for this outdoor season because we have so much good talent So as I alluded to earlier, I was not in time trials and that was because I had tested positive for COVID and I was not physically ready to run a hard race in time trials. So I tested positive for COVID a couple days into the outdoor season. This was my first time having COVID, so I've never had COVID before. And when I finished isolation, I still had a lingering cough. So the goal was I was cleared to run, um, but we were going to take it easy as I was coming back. When I was in quarantine, I was looking for a rule of thumb from when you return to running after COVID. And so Women's Running Magazine writes, if you have mild symptoms or you're asymptomatic, you can follow the 50, 30, 20, 10 rule. And the rule basically states the first week you return after COVID, you cut back 50% of your training. The second week, you cut back 30. The third week, you cut back 20. And then that fourth week, you cut back 10%. What I did was I just took runs really slow. Um, The team would have hard workouts, but I would kind of just go out for a three to four mile run at a very, very easy pace. I was still stopping to cough um, and I still wasn't feeling 100% great in terms of strength and breathing. I was talking to a friend who had had COVID before and they advised me, you know, just take things slow, be patient with yourself and don't let yourself get down. So honestly, the patience was the hardest part because as a runner coming back from being either injured or sick, you just really want to jump right back into training, but it could very easily send you right back to where you were if you push too hard too early. So I did not want to do either of those because I want to 
I didn't want to set back my season even further than it was already set back. So I wasn't going to take anything out hard. I was planning to be back and run in that meet. I wasn't sure how I was going to do, but I wanted to run in it. And so I knew before I ran in the meet that I had to have like a hard practice or a hard workout or just something moderate even to kind of get my body back used to that hard effort and that high intensity workouts that I'd be facing at the meet. So Tuesday, we had a eight by 400 meter workout at moderate pace. I wasn't feeling the best during that workout. I stopped at halfway through after one mile of 400 meter reps to cough a little bit. But um, I finished the workout, and so I was like, you know what, we're going to go to the meet. I was entered in in the 800 and the 4x4. I was like, you know, we'll see how this goes out. Coming back from COVID, the hardest thing was just taking things easy, taking things slow, and then just training smart so that I didn't mess up anything else. Even after the meet, I'm still taking things easy, but based on the meet, I'm getting ready to come back full strength. So I'm very excited. Um, In the meet, I ran the 800, which I took out the first lap slow because I was not sure how I was going to do. I was honestly prepping myself for anything sub three minutes. Um, I wasn't really sure how I was going to feel at a very high intensity race. I have not raced for a good month or so. So I took the first lap of the 800 out slow. And when I came through the line, I was like, okay, I feel good running this. So we're going to push the second lap. So I pushed the second lap and I was very happy with my time. It is not too far off from a PR. And considering that I had COVID, I was pleased with how it went. And then my 400, I was really not sure how it was going to be. I had a lot of time to rest actually between the 800 and the 400. I didn't think I would because there's only the four by one. But it actually was such a big meet that I had a good probably hour in between. So my 400 meters, I was an anchor. And at that point, it was already raining. and I was not sure how this was going to go. My legs were feeling very good after the 800. And I after the 8, like my confidence kind of grew. I was like, all right, like right, I've got this high intensity running. Let's see what I can do with an all-out 4. And so I was very, very happy to see that my 400 is pretty much exactly where I left off indoor season. Um, so I'm very happy to see that for me, the 400 is easier because A, it's only one lap. So mentally, I only have to get through one lap. B, um, I really am just pushing the whole time. There's not that second lap that I got to think of. For the 800, it's a little physically and mentally harder because you're basically running two 400s. But by the time you start that second 400, you're so tired. You're exhausted with that first 400 and you get through the line and you start the second lap going oh man I have to do this all over again so for me the 800 is just more mentally taxing and the 400 is just you just go like there's nothing else to think about you're just running my advice to somebody coming back to running after COVID is really take it easy be patient with yourself really pay attention to what your body is telling you and then don't push too early So that was my experience with running with COVID. I'm still recovering. I still have my cough. It was actually, I was trying to cheer for people yesterday and I was like dissolving into coughing fits because I'm still not ready to yell at people as loud as as I was yelling. I'm just making sure I recover. Sleep has been a big priority because sleep is actually one of the most important things in recovering. Sleep and nutrition are two of the top things. So I've been working on those. Thank you to everyone who... Um, either answered my question or 
um, submitted a little written statement or did an audio clip. So thank you so much for helping me create the podcast about our first outdoor meet. The Runaround with Rena is created by me. Follow my podcast on Twitter at Rena's Runaround. Stay tuned for the next episode.